0: The first thing, and sometimes the only thing, that people want to know about GMOs is simple. Are they safe to eat? It's an obvious question, since we're all consuming them at almost every meal, and a legitimate one, since it's not always clear what GMOs are, how they are made, or where they appear in our diet. In the decades since the creation of the Flavor Saver tomato. We are all eating genetically modified food, whether we know it or not, and whether we like it or not. Add to this the fact that basic information, even in the form of simple labels on food, is very hard to come by. Although you most likely eat GMOs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, there is simply no way to know it. Most people, sitting down for a meal, would rather not wrestle with the way small RNAs affect the chromosomes of the corn that went into the cow that went into the burger they're eating. They would certainly rather not contemplate whether that same corn had something to do with climate change, or the obesity epidemic, or the decline of bee populations, or whether they contribute to water pollution, the pesticide contamination of our bodies, or the destruction of small-town America. In a way, asking whether GMOs are safe is like asking whether Fruit Loops are safe, or cheeseburgers, or nail polish. If you narrow the question down enough, the answer is almost certainly sure GMOs are safe, but safe may not be the same thing as good for you. Not many people get sick from eating a single bowl of Fruit Loops, and not many people get sick from painting their nails once or twice. But how many bowls or manicures would it take to make a product unsafe? A great many molecular biologists argue that altering a plant's genetic structure simply mimics natural evolutionary processes, and that GM foods are more fully studied and at least as safe to eat as anything has ever been. Many hundreds of studies have supported this, food made from plants that have been genetically engineered, do not appear to be any more harmful than food grown traditionally. Those who create, control, and profit from GMOs, the scientists who develop and use the technology, along with the biotech and food companies that make up our industrial food system, consider the debate over genetic engineering to be fully settled. So do highly reputable scientific organizations. The science of GMOs is clear, they say. The technology has been around for decades, and has developed into a highly precise method of producing enough food to feed the Earth's seven billion people. Genetic engineering is simply an incremental step, a new tool geneticists and molecular biologists say, in the long progression of agricultural science. Since the dawn of the agricultural era 10,000 years ago, farmers have selected seeds from the season's most successful crops and discarded the seeds from the least. This human selection is merely a manipulated version of the natural selection that forms the bedrock of evolution. Tinkering with a plant's genome is no different from evolutionary processes that have gone on since time began. Faster, perhaps, but no different. These techniques are no more risky than induced mutation or mutagenesis, a long-standing practice of exposing seeds to chemicals or radiation to induce random mutations. Mutations happen all the time in nature, and some produce plants with favorable traits like drought tolerance or higher yields or better taste. In the last century, more than 3,200 mutagenic plants, from pears to peanuts, from barley to grapefruit, have been released on the market. These crops are not GMOs, and they are considered so benign they are even allowed on organic farms. But the minute you open the aperture a bit, the question of safety becomes considerably more complicated. While the process of engineering plants may be considered safe, the consequences that ripple out from it are considerably more troubling. The molecular structure of a single GM plant may not be a cause for alarm, but what if almost all GM crops are grown to produce things like cheeseburgers and salty snacks and soft drinks, which have ramped up the country's obesity epidemic? Is that a GMO problem or not? What about the chemical pesticides and herbicides, many of them known to cause both health and environmental problems, that are sprayed on hundreds of millions of acres of GM crops. These chemicals existed long before GMOs, of course. Indeed, they were developed decades ago by the same companies, Monsanto, DuPont, Dow, Syngenta, that are now the world's leading sellers of GM seeds. Critics often say that GMOs are less necessary for making food than they are a powerful vehicle for selling pesticides. Once a company has sold farmers on the idea of GM seeds, they are far more likely to buy chemical sprays that go along with them. If they were using the company's chemicals already, why not also buy seeds that are resistant? So are pesticides a GMO problem? Or are GMOs just exacerbating the problem of industrial farming itself?